Do all like right what's up guys what's up boger as well what's up guys we we're a little bit earlier than the schedule and i hope you're ready and excited because boy do we have some news for you welcome to the great microsoft debate which is maybe something you didn't expect us to be titling an overwatch podcast about but this is the reality we live in let me introduce my guest and then we'll get right into it first and foremost right down here is my man flats flats what up hello i'm i'm <laughs> me yeah yeah me, <laughs> me. I'm me. Best introduction. I'm in, I'm in the top right on my end, so like it just. All right, sorry. It wasn't clicking at first. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It bottom, bottom on my screen. Top right on Flats' screen. Bottom left on my screen is my man Boger. Yo, what's up? I have a cool shirt. Does have a cool Everyone shirt? Everyone wants to see the cool shirt. Monkey, monkey mane with cool shirt. It's a banana duck. <laughs> <laughs> and in the top left is the one and only fresh from ranked Samito. I'll let you guys guess how that went. <laughs> you probably thought as well as mine did today. <laughs> my, my, rule is, my rule is the worst players always speak up first. Like the guy who's playing yeah. worst always speaks up first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Always ask for like 10 swaps, mm. won't swap himself. It's like, guys, we're not playing this right. Like, okay, dude. Yeah. I, I'd say 90% of the time that's true. 90% of the time that's true. Very, Besides, everyone who used to care and try to want, try, like, wants to win all quit because of those people. Yep. I don't think Blizzard realized they had to choose between the people trying and the people who weren't, or else you'd lose everything, right? And they chose <laughs> the people who weren't, and it's, uh, that's where we're at right now. We're at Quick Play that's Plus. That's where anyway. we're at right now! That's, yeah. that's the context. Yeah. That's the scene. The scene is 2021, and that is the mm. scene. Sadly, whatever. 22. 22. 22. My bad. My bad. We out here. We out here. Old man. I am living in the now. past. I am living in the past. And no amount of takeovers, unfortunately, will change the current state, but we are here to discuss the future. Now in 2022, welcome to 2022, everyone. This is the first group up since then. So let me quickly get you up to speed for anyone who's listening who's a bit like, what's going on? Why are we got this? Why are we talking about Microsoft? What's going on? So if you will bear with me, I want to quickly read the official announcement from Microsoft who have taken over Activision Blizzard. So I'm just going to skim through some key elements and I want to get you guys' opinions on this. So yada, yada, yada. Today, Microsoft announced plans to acquire Activision Blizzard, a leader in game development and interactive entertainment. Blah, 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 blah. This acquisition will accelerate the growth in Microsoft's gaming business across mobile, PC, console, cloud, and will provide building blocks for the metaverse, which is something we might want to get to in a bit. Microsoft will acquire Activision Blizzard for $95 a share in all an all-cash transaction valued at $68.7 billion. That is a lot of money. And it will include That's more iconic... Money than I make. Just a little really? bit, Boger. Just a little bit. Really? Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to get some your sub revenue up. Uh, yeah, yeah. The planned acquisition includes iconic franchises, including Warcraft, Diablo, Overwatch, Call of Duty, and Candy Crush. In addition to global esports activities through Major League Gaming, significantly, Bobby Kotick will continue to serve as CEO of Activision Blizzard, and he and his team will maintain their focus on driving efforts to further strengthen the company's culture. Blah 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 blah. We'll get to that as well. Um, and then the only other, I think, significant part we really want to touch on is uh, mobile is the largest segment in gaming with nearly 95% of all players globally enjoying games on mobile. Through great teams and great technology, Microsoft and Activision Blizzard will empower players to enjoy the most immersive franchises like Halo and Warcraft virtually anywhere they want. This, act this acquisition also bolsters Microsoft's Game Pass portfolio with plans to launch Activision Blizzard's games into the Game Pass. So, guys, those I think are the biggest touching points. We have uh, the takeover includes all of Blizzard's franchises. Bobby Kotick staying, Metaverse, mobile, 
and Game Pass. So first and foremost, I just want to get your initial reactions. Initial reactions, guys. What are we feeling? Happy? Sad? Up in arms? Satisfied, I guess. Start I first. We'll start, start with Sam. Sam, fresh okay. off the off the there, game. There is something I want to come back to after this. Um, that does have a lot to do with Microsoft. Um, I this is a very this is the best news we've received since Overwatch Two was announced. As someone who worked, who has has the had the experience of working or being part of a community that of a of a major game title that Microsoft bought out. Um, I've seen the kind of work they do. I know their what their business model is and what their approach is. It's incredibly solid. Their their goal, and this, I'm just going to say this point right now, their goal is to have the entire ecosystem of gaming owned by Microsoft in one sector. When they realized they couldn't do that with Mixer and streaming, they said, all right, we're dropping the entire, this is why you see Ninja walk away with $30 million. This is why you see Shroud walk away with 10. They realized they can't beat Google they can't beat Amazon. They can't beat them on that front. And they can't beat Sony there either. But what they can do is they can control the entire ecosystem, whether it comes from um, um, what operating software the games are run on. Uh, consoles, they have everything covered on their consoles, so they actually can compete with Sony because the PS3s and PS uh, Xbox 360s each sold about 50, 45 million copies a, a, a pop, I think, back in the old generation. The PS4s outsold the Xbox Ones 90 million to 40 million in the previous generation due to their exclusives. So they want to get more exclusives. They want to get the games on the on the Game Pass. They're going to try to do it from the ecosystem side of things rather than and the creation side of things rather than the user end and the community uh, streaming side of things where they just can not enter that field so that's their goal i think we're going to see a lot of big changes in terms of obviously it's going to take a year or two of turnover of how microsoft's business practices that i they did a lot of community engagement things in minecraft that made the game the most successful game of all time with their texture pack store hopefully opening up the door for workshop devs to potentially monetize their own workshop modes which would drive a whole new breath of life into the game because obviously money talks the more money flows through your ecosystem the better the ecosystem overall is in terms of its health so this is the bet this is literally the best case scenario that could have happened to action activision blizzard and overwatch as well having microsoft back you with all those funds and resources development power they just dropped 68 billion dollars they damn well need to see a return on investment on these IPs. So I'm expecting them to get aggressive, not just throughout this year, but most importantly in the three to four, five, ten year plan, which is what we needed. So we'll see. Really excited. Flats, do you concur? Well, uh, hopium and copium. At least initial, levels. initially. Yeah, hopium and copium levels are at an all time high. There's, I don't think you could have asked for a better acquisition, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, a lot of these already talked, you know. Minecraft's a great example of, of what you can do with a game and even an old game, you know, a game that's been around for 10 years. And, you know, I, I think that one of the first things I thought of when I saw this is, is this going to change Overwatch tomorrow? No, we're not going to get a new hero tomorrow. We're not going to get a new map. But what does this mean? When we're talking like a year or two down, maybe three years down the line, whenever Overwatch 2 releases, let's say Overwatch 2 pops off and then it dies off in a year because of whether, you know, the game isn't that popular or like 5v5, people don't like it or something happens. The game will no longer die because of the acquisition of, of making that purchase is like Microsoft doesn't let anything die. Like, yeah, like they'll uh, like certain things like Fallout for a little while. You know, like I say, like even the Fallout games, but Fallout was pro that Fallout 76 was probably being made before they even bought Bethesda, to be honest with you. But, you know, they always still keep their franchises alive in, in, in other ways, whether it's. You know, with with Halo had the extended break, you know, they put like collaborations with other games, whatever it might be. They always Age try to Empires. make sure a agent like they try. Yeah, they always try to like make sure that everything comes back at some point. 
and that means that you know Overwatch would never be dropped. You know, like if, if Overwatch was not one of those series that like okay, well that's gone. You know, so like the series will truly almost never die now. Um, will it the popularity go down or up and down? Like of course you never know, but that worst case scenario I feel like is gone now. It's taken away. So yeah. it's like all of your chances now like just got so much better because the worst case scenarios are now gone. You know, like that safety net is amazing. And I mean, Sam just already knocked it out of the park. They're going to want a return on investment. I'm sure they're going to be cranking out those candy crush, candy crush levels, but <laughs> um, they're, they're going to be wanting a big return on it. I think that Overwatch is one of the few franchises that has absolutely not been tapped the way that other ones have been. WoW has been around for many, many years. Diablo, you know, they have a new game that's coming, but is Diablo like the game that is going to capture everyone? Yeah, I mean, like it's a good game, but like Overwatch 2016 hit markets that nobody would have ever thought of. You know, everyone loved Overwatch and played it at some point, pretty much. So, you know, I, I think that we're, we have the potential now to see so many other things. And when we were already in the dark of like, we're just hoping for Overwatch 2 soon and hoping it's going to be good. Like the the curtains have opened and there's there's so many possibilities. And it's like, that's wild. It's exciting. Bogar, these guys are optimistic, at least as your gut instinct. How do you feel? Well, I'm Balkan, so it's really hard to be optimistic in general, but <laughs> um, I like it. I think it's a good change. I think it's, uh, I think Samidu is right. Uh, Microsoft did pretty well with Minecraft. They actually built the game a lot. They actually updated it a lot and made some pretty cool changes and actually managed to make it as popular as before and just grow the community and everything. So I have a lot of faith in Microsoft acquiring Activision. Um, I also really like the idea of implementing the Game Pass somehow with, for example, World of Warcraft. If you can implement the World of Warcraft subscription to the Game Pass, I think that's a great idea, for example. You're gonna get a lot of Game Pass subscribers that really like playing World of Warcraft, and you're gonna get a lot of new World of Warcraft players as well. Uh, from just Game Pass subscribers. I think Microsoft's idea in general is to make a Netflix for gaming. That's what they've said multiple times. They want to have a Netflix for gaming, which is not a bad idea because many games, we kind of ignore them, even though they're great, because maybe we don't want to pay the full price or maybe we don't see them as often. And if we're in a, in a Game Pass situation where we pay a certain amount of money every month, we do want to get the best of our money and just use up what we have we can play a lot of fun games it's basically all in and it's a great idea i think microsoft is a great uh company they've been out there for many years they're aggressively trying to put themselves in the gaming space and own as many companies as they can so it's it is crazy but they also bought bethesda let's not forget they bought zenimax so i also wonder if they could actually because what i think is that the bayonet launcher is pretty decent i think it's pretty nice and i think one of the other few launchers that is good and is the best is probably the steam launcher so i was thinking maybe microsoft can somehow implement the bottlenet launcher to their game system so you can play the games through the bottlenet launcher because the bottlenet launcher is good as i said and i think it's a great idea uh there's a lot of work that is gonna be that is gonna be done uh, and has to be done for it to actually be successful, all of it. 
And I think Microsoft is willing to put in the work because Blizzard has a lot of great titles. They have amazing IPs. They have Overwatch, they have Warcraft, they have um, Starcraft, they have they have um, Diablo. Here's the Storm. Here's the Storm, yes. Tony <laughs> Genji. Yes, and they have all of these amazing IPs that they don't actually use to their most effective level. And I think Microsoft buying them out can actually use them in such a in, in a better way, in a creative way. They can build on it. And I think it's great. I think that's what they're trying to do because I think the fan bases behind those IPs are huge. And I think they're really angry. I think they're really upset with Blizzard over the years. And I think they're just waiting. Every every single Blizzard game. All of the communities are upset because I'm subscribed to, like, for example, the Hearthstone subreddit because I used to play Hearthstone and they're angry. Overwatch players are angry. Diablo players are angry. StarCraft is fucking gone, you know, except in Korea. And everyone is angry and everyone's waiting. And everyone, this is it. That's why people are excited because maybe, maybe someone actually is going to come in and save the day. Maybe someone's going to actually do something with these amazing IPs. Imagine we can have a. Master Chief skin for Soldier, for example. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they, I, I love that. the thinking. I they can the thinking. also make a fucking Smash game. They can make a Smash competitor, like Nintendo Smash. Like, they yeah. can do it, but with so many other characters. They can have fucking Dragonborn, Master Chief, the guys from Gears of War have never played it, all watch characters in, World of Warcraft characters in, Starcraft characters in. There's so much stuff. They can... Okay. They can even... Revive Heroes of the Storm and put in characters from all of their other IPs. That would be crazy. There's so much. Crazy. There's so many things they can do. So I'm yeah. excited. I I want to see what's gonna happen. And from what I understand is that uh, this will take time, like a year or two, until it's fully uh, put in. And I I'm not entirely sure, but what from what I've read is that Bobby Kotick is gonna be actually in charge for the next year or two, and then when they finally implement everything, Bobby Kotick is going to get fired. But that's, I'm not sure if that's it. Because some articles... Oh, he's say, he's not getting fired. He's, he's selling his shares. He's taking home $250 million. Yeah. 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 But I so, don't care. Let, I don't care how much I don't care, I don't care either. You're right. You're right. You're right. You can You're be right. like Scrooge McDuck swimming in cash. It doesn't affect me. I want my games. At facts. Can I ask or make a point or ask a question real quick, SVB? Or yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to fill in the context. So, you go ahead. What, one quick thing that I think that we all touched on, I think SVB will agree on this too, and this is what makes me so excited, right? We talk about the potential and how a lot of communities are upset. They see all this potential for their IPs, but it's never really in any of the Blizzard titles over the last 10 years, aside from a launch Overwatch, but is it fair to say that any of those titles really got to that point? And why this is so good is that the most aggressive company on this planet, in this industry, are the company that bought us out, which is we could not ask for anything better there. Is it going to happen? Or like, how, like how, what, what kind of potential are we talking? These people at Microsoft are go-getters. And our biggest qualm with Blizzard is that it seems like they aren't go-getters. They don't make the big changes. They're not willing to put their foot down. They're not willing to go the extra mile. Microsoft was willing to pull the plug on Mixer completely and sell it because they realized that they couldn't enter that field. But the difference is between us and Mixer, and I did see that argument today. People are like, well, they could just sell Overwatch because they sold Mixer too. The difference is 
that is two completely different fields, right? Microsoft realized the only field that they can dominate and win and beat their number one competition for their revenues being Sony is in actual game design and game creation, right? They need us to, for that plan to come to fruition. They also just put $70 billion down on the, on the line for it. So they are going to get aggressive. They are going to do big things. They are going to step in. And if this drops the ball, like flats at the safety net, they will do something about it. Right. This just blew this whole thing wide open. And I dare say this was, this is, I think this is a bigger power play than when they bought Bethesda because you have more, yeah. more content coming out in multiplayer, more revenue being turned out for yep. multiplayer. There's a reason why it was the price tag on it was 10, 10 times what, what they, what they get Bethesda for 7 billion. Let me see. Was that 7 billion ballpark. They got Minecraft for two and a half billion in 2014. They got uh, Bethesda for uh, 7.5 billion. 7.5 billion. Damn, I should have known that. 7.5 billion uh, at the start of last year, I believe. And now this for 70 billion. You better be damn sure they're going to be coming for every one of these titles with aggressive changes. And that is exactly what we need to see them reach their potential. I think the perfect point there. And I, and I really want to dwell on that. I just want to quickly, before we go any further, just set up a, a few pieces of context for anyone again, because I know not everyone has been able to follow the loop yet. So for anyone who's kind of wondering, well, what is the timeline on this? So I'm just going to bring up another tweet from a journalist here. So Microsoft say that the deal is expected to close in the fiscal year of 2023, which means between July 2022 and June 2023. So at any point in that period is when Microsoft are hoping to close the deal. Um, and until then, Bobby Kotick will be the CEO. In terms of what is happening with Bobby Kotick, I know that a lot of people are, are like, well, will Bobby go? What's going to happen? Um, there's two pieces of context I want to quickly fill in. One is this, again, tweet from a journalist who points out that if you thought Bobby Kotick's 2020 income of $155 million was big, you should see what he'd make if Activision replace him. And this is a for those who can't see the tininess of the screenshot. Basically, should he be fired without, and the, quote, the key phrase here is without cause, He's down to receive around $300 million in a uh, severance package. So there's a lot at stake basically for Blizzard to let him go right now. But, and to round up the news source, another journalist from New York Times and the Wall Street Journal are both reporting that they expect Bobby Kotick to basically slowly be eased out and finally leave when the deal becomes final. So on that note, basically expect this merger to take place some point between now and July 2023 and expect Bobby to basically be out the picture by the time the merger is complete. Now, from the Microsoft POV, as Samito and Boger kind of already alluded to, this makes a lot of sense. I think if you look at that decision that Samito talked about that of them having to make, right? Like, well, we want to dominate this market, Sony, and they actually mentioned in their announcement that they want to catch up to Sony and Tencent, who are the two gaming companies who are actually making more than them in terms of revenue. Now, you look at the market and you say, well, how can we get into, for example, the MMO market? How do we get into the MMO market? It's such a huge market and there's two giants, World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy. How do we get into the FPS market? There's this giant, there's fucking Call of Duty. How, how do we get in and beat CSGO? How do we beat Valorant? You look at the card game market. How do we beat Magic the Gathering? How do we beat Hearthstone? And the fact that Blizzard is basically there in all those things, I think is probably the easy decision why Microsoft went for this, right? Is we can get one of the best games on, on pretty much every genre at once. So they got an MMO, a card game, a shooter, well, multiple shooters with, with uh, Call of Duty as well. 
they got Diablo, they got Heroes of the Storm if they want to go back into the MOBA, and as a couple of people already alluded to, with RDS they can go back to StarCraft. They have not let Age of Empires die, they recently released Age of Empires, so there's a lot of hopium in the StarCraft community. So from the Microsoft POV flats, is this just a no-brainer? You know... I would say, you know, with as things that have been happening, you know, obviously with, you know, not to go too far into it, but like the, you know, scandal at Blizzard and, and, you know, knowing that they're going to have a lot of turnover, you know, this is almost the perfect time, you know, because there's a lot of, for lack of better terms, shit to clean up um, and they're working on it, you know, like they... I saw an article the other day. It was like, I think like 35 people got released and another like 24 or something like that disciplined. And so little by little, they're trying to clean up the shit. So they're already going to have the turnover. So having Microsoft come in, when you acquire a new company, there's going to be a lot of turnover, you know, like there's only so many spots to fill. So it kind of makes a lot of sense for their, their end on, on, on all fronts, you know, not only acquiring it. and But I also think that maybe... Microsoft has analyzed and realized because like the, the amount of analytics and analytical skills and guys that they have that look into the like the numbers of this type of stuff. I would be willing to bet that the amount of money that is spent on a development team such as Overwatch, such as World of Warcraft, etc. Maybe not Call of Duty, but like, well, you know, maybe even so is probably significantly less than something like Fortnite or Apex Legends or or Valorant. So they realized that they're not spending enough money to get them the content that they need. And they don't have enough employees. And that they probably have made the assumption and ran the numbers that if they gave them more room to work with, because I think it's a foregone conclusion, it's like an open secret that Overwatch is understaffed. If you look at LinkedIn, you will see tons of openings for, you know, still positions in Overwatch 2 that have not been filled yet. And I, you can only imagine with the small amount of content updates we've had with Overwatch 1, that probably most of the Overwatch 1 team is over there. So they can't keep the live service game really updated that well. And the second game is taking a long time to build it's very easy to kind of put two and two together and say they're probably understaffed. That's only the thing we can see. There's probably other games that are also understaffed. And if they looked at that and said, hey, they're behind the rest of the industry in some of these categories, but these are great franchises that either once were great franchises or even still are, but are struggling. If we put more resources into them, got more aggressive and tried to attack the industry instead of being passive and slowly just dribbling out little pieces of content are they confident with that investment that they could turn it around and become on top i think that that they haven't analyzed it and said the answer is yes and that is part of why they've decided to go forward with this of course something like candy crush is going to make them tons of money that thing prints money you know <laughs> but that's not all they want they a good business is diversified they don't just have one source of income you know they want to have multiple forms of income. So yeah, there's certain people that argue like, oh, but like, you know, Candy Crush will make them all the money. It's the mobile games like that. Like, you know, the war games are so small. Yeah, we make the regular live service games make much less than a, than a mobile that prints money. However, though, smart business will have both and that's what they're going for. 
and they're going for all of it. They're going for the home run. They're going for absolutely everybody. They're going for the MMOs, the 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 shooter games, as we just talked about. So I think that they have made that assumption and they have made that, or not even assumption, they've run the data and they've said that they can do it. And I think that one of the most hopeful things and the biggest sources of hopium is with this acquisition, hopefully teams like the Overwatch team and others uh, along Activision Blizzard not only get that leadership change that they desperately need, but they also get the resources that they need to not only be paid better, but also have more employees on. So they're not doing the work of two devs or three devs. And so they're not working super late hours and have big crunches. They're actually there. They have they have they have co-workers to lean on, to improve on, to have more content. And all of a sudden, we're going from a game that gets one update every four months to maybe like weekly, you know, uh, daily challenges and weekly challenges and weekly events and weekly skins and community made stuff. Like everything is moving at top speed and that only happens with manpower. And Apex is a great example of that. Every time Apex has had a problem recently, they've hired more people. Their cheater problem, they hired more people to monitor streams and monitor games to try to tackle the hackers. And every time, like, they, they, they need more content, they need more cosmetics, boom, they've gone out for it. Like, I think that Microsoft has probably identified that as a solvable problem and are going to go for it. And I think that's my greatest source of hopium, and I think that's part of Microsoft's key strategy here. I, I think... Qu sorry, go yeah. ahead, Bogart. You go ahead. I was going to say, I think what Microsoft did was great in the sense that they saw that Blizzard, that Activision, was going down under with all this drama and the way the games were going. I, the Activision stocks were at an all-time low. Also, a lot of companies would pressure them, right? And Microsoft would pressure them as well. And I think they saw that as an opportunity to buy to steal the company, basically, yep, because I they think did. they just yoinked the company. They <laughs> stole, they yoinked it. They really yoinked it. They, Real they, quick, it's Ogre, not, yeah. If you click on Activision Blizzard stock right now, it says elevated volatility. Okay. And which means that people are buying and selling it like yes. crazy. Yes, and it, I saw it that. it jumped from $63 to this mm -hmm. morning to 84 Yeah, I saw, I saw. Yeah, I saw. And they just yoinked it. And for such a low price, and I really don't think it's hard to make these games back uh, to make them as popular as they used to be, because these games, all of the games Blizzard has, mo almost all of them, dominated the the their own respective genre. Uh, and like for example, Overwatch dominated the hero shooter. There was no other hero shooter that could even compete with Overwatch. Like. Uh, a lot of hero shooters tried to get released, and they all got destroyed by Watch. Overwatch just rolled over them. The same went with StarCraft. StarCraft was the dominant strategy game. Uh, Diablo was the dominant hack and slash action RPG game. Mem uh, the most dominant MMO is still World of Warcraft. I think I'm not sure the exact prices. I'm not, not price exact statistics, but it's still really popular and still makes them a lot of money. And the most dominant card game i think still is hearthstone i think i'm not sure but at least they used to be right and i don't think it's hard to make them as popular as they used to be or even more popular because the games no matter how much we trash talk blizzard i think the games blizzard has made initially are great they work great they're 
amazing. They look amazing. They sound amazing. They are really addictive. Uh, there's, there's something about Blizzard games, you know, when you play them, they, 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 they fill up your soul. They like, it feels so good. It feels so immersive. It goes for every Blizzard game, uh, except Warcraft Reforged. Um, <laughs> and I think Microsoft really saw it. Like, they're like, this is the perfect chance. It's not the, it's like, they saw it. They saw Activision are struggling and their stonks are low. And they're like, this is it. We're going to join this company. We're going to invest in these games and we're going to make billions of dollars. This is it. Because these guys at Activision, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They <laughs> greedy as fuck. Look, like, we have the resources. We have the manpower. We have the desire. We're aggressive. We're going to be the there. Knowledge. We're going to take risks and we're going to take over the gaming industry. Because if they manage to bring back the glory that Blizzard used to have, they can dominate the gaming industry again because there's not many hero shooters that are really good. Valorant is a very different game to Overwatch. I know people compare it, but it's very different. Like, uh, there isn't many games that can compare to Hearthstone, World of Warcraft, yada, yada, yada. And if they actually put in the effort and the manpower to really push these games in the right direction, they're going to dominate the entire gaming sphere. Sam, do you agree with this? Oh, completely. And I'd like to just reemphasize what Boger said. Do you guys remember the comments that the the head of gaming at Microsoft made about Activision Blizzard weeks ago? Wasn't they it said, like uh, he said they were reassessing? We're going yeah, re to reevaluate our, our relationship. And you know what that did to the stock? <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> Yoink. Yoink. <laughs> that was smart. That was smart. That was really yes. smart. I mean, yeah. I don't think Bugger could have said it any better. I again, you know, I, I I've been fortunate enough to see Microsoft take over a big title, and we we worked alongside back when I worked at Mindplex. Uh, for I'm, I'm not sure if you guys know what that is. Is um, it was one of the most prominent server networks in Minecraft at the time. We would average 40k to 50k concurrent players before Hypixel dominated us. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess the better the better company won, and I'm not upset upset about that whatsoever. But, um. I was fortunate enough to hear a lot about the talks with Microsoft, how they approach the business, how they approach the game, how they approach Bedrock Edition. And Mindplex is one of now five Minecraft partners, I think, and they do well on Bedrock. It's Java Edition, unfortunately, died out. Um, but, you know, the, the way that they approach these things is is really, really good. And with where the industry's at now compared to 10 years ago when they did this, Look, I know a lot of people like to talk about like, oh, the the copium for Overwatch, the hopium, all the BS Blizzard's bad. Say what you want about Activision Blizzard, but there is not a bigger ego challenger than Microsoft in this field. And if you doubt Microsoft, you will lose. It might take two years. It might take three. It might take four. But one of these days, they're going to come out here and they're going to crush it because that is what they do. They're Microsoft. And it, they could not be more excited. Could not be more excited about what they're going to be able to do with the company. And I just want to kind of piggyback off something that Flat said, which is, you know, a good company will diversify. I think that's a very important point. I just want to elaborate because some people might look at the figures, because, you know, what, like nearly $80 billion, some people are like, what the fuck kind of money is that? Like, how, how are they, how do they expect to recoup that kind of money? And there's two things I want to say, and it also goes back to what Boger said about trying to create the Netflix of gaming. And a lot of these companies like Netflix, they operate on losses quite, for quite a long time. Like Netflix does this, Uber does this as well, right? Uber operates, has, has operated on losses for a long time. And they still continue to pump money in. They continue to try and dominate more of the market share. And you might ask yourself, why? Well, it doesn't make business sense on the face of it. 
but it all comes down to the idea of, of dominating the market or creating a monopoly or as close as you can, as close as the legislators will allow you. And if you're Netflix, you're, you're basically dominating the TV market, right? You're the number one streaming platform. So much of internet traffic goes towards your website. And eventually what you're trying to create is a system where people won't ever unsubscribe to you, right? They'll never unsubscribe. Like if all of us have Netflix accounts or have access to someone else's Netflix accounts, I'm not going to unsubscribe from Netflix. There's always something good coming out. And I think most people are now just resigned to paying whatever the $5, five pounds, whatever a month it is their subscription is for as long as they can see. And that's perfect for a company to know that X number of people will forever give them X amount of money. And that is fine because eventually once you have enough of the market share, then you can start to, to pull some, some more slimy shit. Then you can start to raise prices. Then you can start to strong arm things. And that's where even if you were operating on losses earlier, you can start to maximize your profits now. And again, for someone like Uber, when self-driving cars are finally realized, then they can cut costs on drivers, for example, and that's how they'll up their profits. So bringing it back to Microsoft, well, they're trying to create this Game Pass system, right? Where everything is on the Game Pass. Every game is on the Game Pass. Maybe you even get an Amazon Prime account. You get a Netflix subscription all in the Game Pass. So even if they have to invest 80 fucking billion dollars to get Activision Blizzard to make their IP stronger in the long term, when everybody has a Game Pass account, because we'll have we'll all have to get one, right? If if from now on the future Overwatch is in the Game Pass, and we'll get to this in a second, we're all gonna have to get a Game Pass. And then when all of us have a Game Pass, Microsoft has whatever billion number of people subscribe to the Game Pass, now is when they make their real money, now is when they get the control. So I think on the business side of things, that's one of the elements. But let's talk on that front now, guys, which is, let's say, because there's there's a there's a long future here, right? It's not just a one-year thing. It's not a two-month thing. It's not a five-year thing. It's like a forever thing now. So let's talk, like, what do you see happening in the next 12 months? You know, obviously the merger will take a little bit of time. But what do you see happening in the next 12 months? I understand that the devs are a little bit also surprised by this. You know, I don't think the devs are particularly in the know on this. They're also kind of reacting and, oh, what the hell... So what happens in the next 12 months and then what happens in the like one year to five year? In the, you know, I the... don't think anything's going to happen in the next 12 months realistically. I think they might announce a few things. I'm more interested to see what happens later on. And I'm also more interested in finding out how they handle the esports. Because Blizzard has a few esports here and there. They have Call of Duty, they have Overwatch League and stuff. And Microsoft now owns them, right? Pretty sure. Because Activision yeah. owns them. Yeah. So I'm yeah. interested in how Microsoft is going to actually do esports what are they going to do differently if they're going to do differently anything and also i think like i think overwatch league is going to be probably more popular with microsoft like i think there's going to be maybe some sponsorships new sponsorship and stuff i think there's going to be some new interesting ideas i know what they're going to be like but i feel like it's going to be exciting at least i hope they do well i don't know if microsoft has had any good success with esports ever so it's interesting to find out and i want to talk about a little bit about the game pass thing i think um the reason why netflix worked so well now it's a bit less popular in the sense that um uh, the reason netflix was so good at the beginning was because all of your shows were in netflix you just had to subscribe in one service and you get to watch them all and now with disney plus and hulu and whatever else i don't know them all uh, they're kind of spread out. So Microsoft is trying to acquire as many games as possible and get rights to like uh, put out like indie games in the Game Pass or some other AAA games uh, just to make people subscribe, just to be able to play all of these games. Because 
I, as a consumer, if most of the new games and most of the, like, really fun games uh, exist on this Game Pass, plus some online games like Overwatch or, like, World of Warcraft, my World of Warcraft is, subscription is included inside the Game Pass, even if I'm not playing any games for a month or two, I'm still inclined to stay on because I might play a video game. I might want to try something else. I might want to play with my friends. I might want to do something else, which is really good for Microsoft. And I think they're going to be adding a lot of these Blizzard games. Love. Maybe maybe they do a more modern approach to Overwatch, like someone said in chat. Uh, maybe they modernize it a bit. Maybe they make it free to play and add a battle pass in, which I don't think is a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. Uh, you can sue me for that, but I, I think Overwatch should be free to play. I think it, yep. it's like, like a lot of people are like, yeah, there's gonna be more cheaters over there, but look at how Valorant deals well, we, with cheaters. Yeah. Valorant does well with cheaters. There aren't many cheaters. I think every successful game currently is free to play, and I think it's completely normal because, for example, there's a reason why there aren't many Balkan people playing Overwatch because when Overwatch was popular, it used to cost like sixty to forty bucks, and that's a lot of money for us. That is extremely big price for us to pay to play a video game. So you're losing on such a big market of people that go play Valorant instead or something else just because you want to charge 60 bucks, which I understand. But these games make so much more money with microtransactions. And I honestly, you know, if my game is free to play and gets constant updates and you have skins for microtransactions only, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna buy your skins. Let other people yeah. buy the skins. I don't care. It doesn't affect my gameplay. Like, I don't care. If it makes a good product and keeps the product running and gives me new updates and everything works well and I am happy, I don't care about your skins. I don't care why people care so much about these microtransactions. I care if the microtransactions affect my gameplay. But if they don't, it doesn't affect me. It shouldn't affect me. I shouldn't care about it. Yeah, some are like, yeah, you're baiting children to do this or that. Listen, I don't care. I'm a gamer. We've been down this rabbit it. hole. We've yes. been down. I, I think we've been down this rabbit hole, like, especially on this podcast. We kind of already like, you know, we talked about at yeah. length, uh, you know, the, the the pros and cons of free to play. I, I think the opinions are set on that. I think you either dislike it or you already know the benefits of it. Like, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, that's for every single subject. Through. It's either good well, or bad. That's true. That's true. But I mean, I think I think the time of like, you know, I don't think we're convincing anyone, but I want to get to Flats because Flats, you seem to be kind of keen on the battle pass thing. There's, well, I mean, okay, I'm going to take over for like five minutes. So like, give Go me ahead. a sec. Hey guys, SCB here. Just going to quickly interrupt this episode of the Group Up Podcast to say that if you're enjoying this content, then please do consider signing up for my Patreon to support me directly. It's really amazing because it allows me to keep making content like this carefree, regardless of how many views Overwatch does or doesn't get. I know no one likes sellout ads, but chances are if you've listened till this far in, then you're at least somewhat enjoying the content. So please do consider at least leaving a like, a subscribe, and a comment underneath the video on YouTube. It really does help. But that's it for me. Now back to the discussion. Okay, because I ahead. talked about this on my stream earlier. Because what Bogger said is 100% right, but to break it down for people, it's sometimes a little bit tougher. Because I had a lot of pushback when I said that same thing as well. But I think I was able to break it down in a way where a lot of people are like, wait, that actually, that, that makes perfect sense. First, let's talk about the eSport. This is actually an amazing thing for, for Overwatch League. Because think of the potential of what just happened. Imagine that Overwatch League games are now advertised or scheduled or there's at least a little box on the both Xbox dashboard and the Xbox play dashboard for the PC, like the, the play screen 
where you advertise games and you talk about like, you know, like, oh, games at this time or Overwatch League, you know, playoffs is then, you know, you're basically pushing this message to thousands and thousands of more people. Now, it goes way deeper than that. How do people watch your esports? Most people don't watch esports unless they play the game in some form or fashion. Most people who watch CSGO aren't going to go watch Overwatch Overwatch League just because they both go pew pew. It doesn't work like that. I, for those who don't know, I used to work in Overwatch League. I used to work with the Uprising. I worked in a lot of like grassroots and a lot of stuff like that. So let me tell you a quick story. I had this crazy idea during the down, a little bit of downtime in season two to have a booth at Patriots training camp. So the crafts own like the Uprising and stuff. And basically, it was like a kids like areas, quote unquote, basically like if parents don't want to deal with their kids at training camp and stuff, we had 18 PCs set up with stuff. And we had like tents and, and stuff for like the PCs and like people sit in and stuff and big, big monitors and like TVs, like like big, like 80 screen, eight inch flat screens on like these wheelers with like hype videos slash explanatory, explanatory, um, videos about like what overwatch is what overwatch league is and i cannot tell you the amount of people that walked by me and they're like that looks cool but whatever and they leave and they pick up like a brochure on the way by that was like we have pamphlets explaining what is overwatch what is overwatch league etc they'd leave and they come back like two hours later and they're like okay i've been reading this pamphlet for like the last hour like this is awesome like what is this you know and they want to like talk about it and, and learn more about it and they want to learn about overwatch they learn about overwatch league and their kids are playing the games and stuff like that. And they're like really into it, right? And I will tell you, I always lost them at a certain point. When they were like, how do I watch it? I tell them how to watch it. It was on Twitch at the time. Like, you know, go here and stuff. They're like, oh, how do I play the game and stuff? Well, to play the game, you go on either the Xbox or store. You can buy it at GameStop. Or you go on the Battle.net launcher, which is an app for the PC. And buy it. And you just glaze glass over every time and more like i'm a bostonian so we have a lot more you know aggressive people here and they're oh, like what yeah. it's not free <laughs> they're like what it's not free and i'm like no and they're like you try to like you have to buy it like my kids play like fortnite and stuff and it's all free and you just like you kind of lose them at that point because the biggest key is barrier of entry the barrier to entry to get into overwatch is high and it's not just in the U.S. So some people say like, oh, Overwatch is only like 20 bucks. Like, who does have 20 bucks to spend? You're, you're thinking way too small. You're not thinking globally, which is something that Microsoft does. Microsoft thinks globally. Think about all the people around the world where $40 USD is a lot of money for a My game brother. that has like, one terrible rep so right now. much money. Okay, I want to put it into perspective. I give you one to, I, I'm going to just put it into perspective for you guys. I'm going to let Vlad's continue. Like, mm -hmm. when Overwatch was released, it was 60 euros, right? Or, like, 50 euros. Okay, so, back then, the average teacher would earn around 500 to 600 euros a month. And now, in Bulgaria, that's, like, 600 dollars a month, okay? They, like, that's, uh, like, like, 10% of their salary for a game, okay? It is... It's crazy. You don't. I hope you guys understand how much money mm -hmm. it is to pay to, for this. It is insanity. So yeah. go on, Flats. And, and and that's but that's a massive key. Like not only around the world but in the U.S. too. Like you're gonna spend forty dollars, fifty dollars for your kid to play a game, and they don't they don't like it. When the barrier of entry is zero, 
And it's and it's the same reason why you don't have a bunch of plane manufacturers. You don't have a bunch of car manufacturers. That's why Tesla was so, had to take a loss for twenty years. You can't breaking into those massive industries is almost impossible because there's so many like first off, it's tough to get in. There's so many regulations and stuff. What this does, it removes all the barriers to getting to try the game. You know, and I'm I'm sure that like you know, for some people that's not a lot of money, but around the world it is a lot of money to a lot of people. And more people playing that game or getting to try it is more chances that someone's going to enjoy it. And if they enjoy the game, not only is that good for the game, but that's also good for the esport because that's another person that might actually watch the esport because they don't have to pay for that because it's a free thing to watch on Twitch or YouTube. It's not like you have to buy Netflix or something. It's a free thing to watch. So you have all of a sudden this pool that goes from a very small pool to a, a global pool that's much, much bigger to not only play the game, but watch the game as well. And that's extremely beneficial because more people play the game, more people have a chance, and there's not a reason not to try it. And, and, and if you're like, oh, you're not totally sold yet, think of it this way. How many of your friends have you tried to get to play Overwatch that don't own it and they will not play it? One of four things. One, they don't want to buy it. Two, they don't want to buy it because they heard it sucks. <laughs> three they don't want to spend the money yeah. or four you know it's not like they're, they're into it they're just gonna you're like you're like oh you only want to play with me for an hour or two and i'm never gonna play it again I, I i've heard that a million times from friends it's like you know i'm not buying a game to play for three hours and then never see it again when it's free to play now let's say those friends play apex they they tell you to get on apex you don't play apex what like come on come play what do you have to do you just have to download the game and boot it up you have a zero risk even if you don't play the game again for months, you just uninstall it and move on. Zero risk. But it could end up happening as you enjoyed yourself and you go back the next day and you had fun again. And all of a sudden, you go from a point where there's a barrier for all these people to come in with already all the bad publicity of Overwatch to zero. You open that up so far, not only just in the US, but globally, that something like Overwatch Esports could absolutely go to the moon because there's the amount of resources that Microsoft has to help push that even in just their 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 most basic forms of their dashboard because they they always advertise stuff sales whatever it is just like a little thing that says like oh hey Overwatch League is on at five o'clock today it seems so simple but they now have a reason to not only watch it but they have a reason to to, to try the game because there's what's the risk? And if that's the case, then it also, their, their player base is higher, which makes them want to make more content because there's more reason, more ways to monetize. More ways to monetize and more eyes coming in is more people that come in and they're like, I actually enjoyed this game. Like, I like this skin, I'll buy it. What's, you know, I, I, I didn't pay for the gate. How many people have done this in Valorant? I didn't pay for the game. Like, I, I spent five bucks for a skin, that's no big deal. And then you just justify it's like I only paid five bucks for the game. That's nothing. And before I before I pass on, I know I've dominated for a while, so I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. You're good. Here we go. We're here Think of it this way. Everyone said Game Pass is the key. So how does Game Pass work into this? Oh, I like I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Overwatch PvP free to play battle pass. <laughs> They're pushing this content. The doors going a million miles an hour. What about the PvE? That everyone speculated is going to be a paid DLC. Or not DLC, a paid part of the game. What if you put the paid part of PVE on the Game Pass and the PvP is free? That's so if you have the Game Pass, you still get the PvE. 
I didn't even and, think about that. That's and I want to I want to just quickly piggyback because we already have a very tangible example of this, which is Halo Infinite. The PvP is free. The campaign is 60 bucks, but if you have a Game Pass, it's free. You can get the Game Pass. And here's a little tip for all you guys. The Game Pass, you can get like the first three months for one euro or one pound. Maybe there's one dollar there. So that's what I did. I played one pound. I played the entirety of the Halo Infinite campaign, which is normally 60 bucks. And now I'm on the Game Pass. Now I'm playing Age of fucking Empires as well, because that's also on the Game Pass. (laughs) And that's how they get you. And now I'm thinking, I I might not want to cancel my Game Pass subscription after the three months. Okay, nine, nine quid a month. I could pay that for some awesome games. And Sam, is that the trap? I have a question for you, Sam, too. Oh, go, go ahead, ahead Flats. Flats. Go ahead. And, and I have a question for you, too. Everyone, everyone's already starting on my end. I'm probably on your end, too. The cheaters. Mm-hmm. Ever thought maybe on that other end? Because everyone's going to go, oh, the cheaters, the cheaters. Especially it's like a computer problem, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't like Microsoft be a good company that probably can figure that out Yo, and probably have funny what's that harsh you of, I, that. of like it's hardware bands? I wonder who could deal with that well. It's it's pretty nice having the biggest software giant aside from Apple on the planet be the people in charge of your game. And I have a question for you guys. You know what it is that you've been describing this entire time, Flats, and what makes Microsoft the most valuable of them all? What's that? An ecosystem, oh. right? Because the the depth of Microsoft's ecosystem, I dare say, for for gaming, is way deeper. We have the best ecosystem to tap into in the entire gaming industry. The potential is through the roof, right? And just for for context on on money and things as well, how they get you, it it, it is the Game Pass. But you know, I don't think people realize how deep the Game Pass goes because what they're trying to do again is th- think about all the ways they can get revenue, right? You you just listed a bunch of them, but for example, if you convince one console player to not to buy the Xbox compared to the PS5, right? Over a five year cycle, those consoles sell for what five hundred bucks a pop, four hundred bucks a pop, sometimes ballpark, right? If they for the the PS4 sold ninety million in seven years right oh my god 90 million units times four times 400 plus game pass subscriptions online service whatever the business model is and that's just one side of it on the console side we're not even talking windows yet again the cheating problem there's no one who could handle it better than microsoft right as well, I mean, well, we're probably going to get phone verification. I assume for ranked altogether, that would be a very good. That's what they do in Warzone. If Overwatch goes free to play, but I think at this point, you know, the whole idea of of the of the the, the Game Pass and Overwatch being on the because look, in terms of timeline, Overwatch Two is first. It's we Diablo Four is not coming first. Uh, World of Warcraft expansions might come out, but their first big target title to see that return on investment is Overwatch Two. Oh, it boy. is crunch time. It is crunch time. We just fill up the tank and put on some nitrous on the back of our car, and we're about to <laughs> blaze down the scissors. And it might not happen right now, like, like we all kind of talked about. But just being in Microsoft's ecosystem, and look at what happened to GameStop. That's why GameStop blew up. You know the deals that GameStop have with buying an Xbox, right? Microsoft wants GameStop because they aren't just trying to control they're trying to control everything to build their ecosystem, which is what made their business so successful for all of these years. And having our title be at the forefront of multiplayer 
in the biggest gaming e ecos, like I don't think people realize how much this is about to blow up. Microsoft is about to run this entire industry and our multiplayer games are going to be at the forefront. This is a big damn deal. This is a big damn. This is not copium. This is not hopium. This is just facts. All right. Th this is about to blow up. And I think the points you made flats right on the money. Boger, you as well too. I right, right on the money. And it's just, I, I, I don't, I really, really hope, honestly, I hope people who are still negative stay negative about it because you're going to have your <laughs> socks blown off in about a year or two. That's, that's all I got to say on that one. I hope I, I think the, that is I what I want to get to. Boger, I want to ask you real quick. Just let yeah. me, let me set the scene up and then I want to ask your opinion on this. Cause there's a lot of people I don't want to, you know, I always want to try and bring the balance in these and I don't want to get too yeah. far down the, the hype nitro boost train. There's people who are skeptical for a couple reasons. One, and I'll point them out in Boger, you, you can go in whatever direction you want to go. One, people are just generally ethically concerned about giant corporation Microsoft getting bigger, owning more of the market, creating a monopoly. So people are just generally a little bit afraid of, of that. But also on a much, much smaller scale, we've got people who are, let's say, PlayStation players or Nintendo Switch players who are like, Hey, is this bad for us? Because if Microsoft makes Overwatch or Overwatch 2, like PS or Xbox exclusive, or tries to push in that direction, and certainly for future Blizzard games, is that not bad for us? So, Boger, whatever you want to go, what's the negatives? What's the downsides of this? Are there any downsides that you can see? Well, people are upset about, like, Microsoft buying Blizzard, uh, I mean, Activision, because they, they started aggressively buying a lot of these companies, and people are kind of scared that Microsoft is going to become the new Disney for gaming stuff for uh computer stuff especially because they already own a lot of like they own windows obviously and they now own a lot of games and like they all like they're slowly becoming this like gaming monopoly you know like we don't know where they're gonna be headed of course but the way they're doing stuff i'm pretty sure there's even laws against like like big corporate corporations making these massive still hasn't been approved yet either by the way but yeah i don't think the ftc has approved this transaction yet i think they yeah know, it's subject to approval yeah it's still it so been approved. people are scared because uh having so many game uh, like having a company own so much of the market share of gaming for example it's bad because then there's going to be no competition then they can do whatever they want with us right and that's kind of what's happening with disney but I, I, for one, welcome my Microsoft overlords. I, for <laughs> one, accept them. Because, I don't know, if I have to choose between a bunch of really bad studios that are really, like, a lot smaller than Microsoft, like, obviously they're not small, Activision is, isn't small, or, like, EA, and them owning my favorite games and my favorite franchises, and because uh, them, them running them down underground, six foot under, and like putting up a lot of dirt above them just to get the most money they can or just milking the shit out of it right if i have to choose between these smaller companies and microsoft owning everything and trying to really keep the games alive and really do the best they can to really succeed i would choose microsoft i'll be honest i i prefer to be monopolized by microsoft with a big guy that, that yeah um and you you hit the nail on the head there because one some of these corporations can't afford to not milk it microsoft can and that's what they've done they don't milk their titles they don't change huge gameplay things they make so much revenue like flat said from so many different avenues they don't have to introduce any unhealthy monetization policies to that would end up hurting their game in fact what i've seen them do more often than not and you can see them do this in minecraft is actually enable the, the community 
to monetize games, which uh, thus increases content even more. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Boger. You go right back ahead, but you, you're hitting the money right on. You're hitting the money. You're right on the money, hitting the nail right in the head. <laughs> Another good thing about it owning, like Microsoft owning a lot of games, is that, like, it sounds a bit ridiculous because you kind of assume that the monopoly is going to increase the price of products. But I feel like if Microsoft owns like a lot of these games, it's actually going to decrease the cost of gaming for many people because they're going to put it on their Game Pass. And you can play all the games you want on a subscription-based system, right? Yeah, overall, like over the years, you're going to spend a lot of money. But how much is the Game Pass right now? A month? I don't know. How much does it cost? You can get deals for two. Well, like about nine ninety nine, I think, right? Is the nine ninety nine a month, price. right? So you for get six like three mo months for cheap, and then it goes back up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I will pay sixty dollars for one game. So that's six months of Game Pass, right? And I'm gonna definitely buy more than one game a year. That's sixty dollars plus. Or I can just subscribe to the Game Pass and have all these games for like super cheap plus additional games on top plus additional rewards or something coming in with the blizzard acquisition and all of a sudden it actually becomes cheaper and more comfortable for me to buy it because instead of me buying oh this game is on epic oh this game is in the ea store this game is uh, in origins this is there and this is there i just subscribe to microsoft game pass and i'm like sitting there and i have everything on there and everything else is on steam and i'm like yes gaming is great I love gaming. <laughs> and the second thing, people are really upset about a few things. They are upset about PlayStation 4 owners are upset, for example. They're, they're scared that their games are going to be locked away. And, you know, I know what to say. I, I, think, I think Microsoft really wants to fight PlayStation because... So far as I see things, I'm not a big console player. Like, consoles aren't that popular in Bulgaria. Like, at least for young people, because, again, the prices are too high for us. So we prefer to play on video uh, on PCs, cheap games, free-to-play games, right? And um, But as far as I see, PlayStation is kind of winning the console war. At least was. Was. I don't know. They kicked their ass. Yeah. They so, doubled their sales. So, they so kicked their ass. Sorry. I really think that Microsoft will... Unfortunately, lock you guys away. <laughs> like well, I really do it's think not, it's not guaranteed because there are other it's games not, that, that they've acquired not. that they've kept. Like Minecraft is still available on PlayStation, and the, the fact that your watch IP already exists outside of Xbox, I think, suggests is, is that Minecraft available on PlayStation. I didn't know that. I think it, it it is. Yeah, they they with multiplayer games, they don't have a history of. They won't make it exclusive ever. At most, Call of Duty. What they used to do on the other side of the coin is that the maps and DLCs would come out earlier on Sony's devices. So you will might might see that in games like Call of Duty. That will never happen with Overwatch. I guarantee okay, so, you right now, no chance. So I changed my argument here. I think that they're right. I think, I also was thinking about it as well. I think that they're not going to take away your games, especially the games that are already released. Maybe future titles, but as Sam said, mm -hmm. multiplayer games, I don't think they're going to lock them away. And I think it doesn't make sense to lock them away, especially because you already own the games. There's going to be a lot of uproar. A lot of people are going to be upset with Microsoft. They do that. And that's the, that's the thing they least want to do. They don't want the new, like, the, fan, the Blizzard fans to get upset at Microsoft not with the acquisition because they take away their games. I think... Well, you can still make money off those guys, you know? Like, yeah, you, why, you're why still making money. Still, exactly. You know? Yeah, you can still make money out of them. You can make more money. Like, uh, I don't know. 
Uh, if you implement the Game Pass, for example, to Xbox, which it probably is, and it is, and all of these games are playable on Xbox, I would buy an Xbox over a PlayStation because, like, for example, I, I'll buy the Xbox and I won't have to pay $70 to play a game. I can just subscribe to the Game Pass or, better yet, probably there's Xbox deals where it's like, get one year of Game Pass for free and I'll just buy an Xbox and for a year straight, I'll be gaming whatever the fuck I want and desire. <laughs> and I Elder will not... Six? Yes, Elder Scrolls... Listen, guys, I don't think you understand. They own Zenimax. They own... Fallout, they own Skyrim, they own, uh, they, they were gonna release a sci-fi game as well, I think, right? Uh, yeah, there's a star or something. Yeah, Wolf Wolfenstein, yeah. too. They Wolfenstein own Wolfenstein, they own Quake, don't they? They own a lot of these, like, a Here lot of these train. games. Yes, and now they own Bethesda as well, and, like, <laughs> Diablo 4 games release, or I wanna play Diablo 3, I wanna play Diablo 2 on Xbox, I wanna play Diablo 1, fuck it! I will just subscribe to the Game Pass, <laughs> and I can play all of it, for free for a year straight because I bought an Xbox instead of buying a PlayStation. I think they win either way and just them locking out, like like taking away your games like a greedy company, which they do not want to be seen as. They don't want to be seen as this greedy company. Like There's Activision. more money to be made. Yeah, just... there's. I think that's it about Microsoft. They understand there's more money to be made satisfying their customers and understanding their de desires and what they want than just actively milking them and making them angry, which I, I love companies years. are. Well, yes. Yeah. They've done it and for one, 10 years. Yeah, go and ahead. one thing that's good is that unlike the Netflix comparison, like Amazon Prime doesn't really compete with Netflix. Like Disney Plus is a much more thing. At least in the gaming front, there's there's they're they're still not number one, Microsoft, right? Sony's still beating them, and they're, so there's there's still challengers, I think, that will keep them in check, to stop them from being wildly, you know, like exploited or anything. So they they can't afford to, the way Apple keeps them in check on hardware, I think there's too many other companies that would keep them in check on the Game Pass for them to try and really get away with something bullshit. But flats, mm -hmm. do you see any other doubt? Is there anything you are concerned about, or is it all up, all thumbs up for you? I mean, the concerns are, are uh, here's the concerns, the time, how long is it going to take to actually be able to do anything? Like if we don't see changes for five years, that's going to suck. You know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that means that the Overwatch franchise will still live on forever, but you know, five years of just nothing, man, that, that would just be awful, you know? Um, but uh, you know, going and building off that is like, if it is faster, you know, you don't want to like inhibit your your developers from from making the game you know like if overwatch 2 is is good to go and it's pretty much made and it's ready and they're like they're pushing it out and then there's a complete philosophy swap right like in the game whether they're right or wrong to make the philosophy swap you're going to confuse the absolute shit out of your your player base you know like if it i don't know what they could end up deciding to do um but if they end up like you know, wanting to control everything because they don't like the way it's going when a product is already finished. My concern there would be like, you know, these titles are are amazing and they're and you know, almost all of them are legendary. You know, they have had their their time in the sun. It's just that time has passed, and I think that adding to it and and bringing more people in and, and more manpower could re revitalize them and bring them to what they really are capable of doing, and. Those who think it's not possible, I mean, Fortnite's back for those who haven't realized. Fortnite kind of died off for like six months to a year, 
but like now it's like back. I don't know if anyone's noticed, but like they pop, they're popping off again. All they of got sudden. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I mean, yeah, they, they're they're all of a sudden popping off again. Very honestly, kind of very quietly. You know, like I feel like people like don't, aren't really talking about it as much, but like their numbers are, are back to where they were, like no problem. And I think they invest they 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 double they invested back into their gaming in and they started doing the things that people loved. And you know, on an esports side, they have more stuff they got to figure out. But my only concern would be. You know, if the clashes in there cause problems for the game, um, you know, you know, philosophy wise, as opposed to at first reinforcing, if they reinforce and then want to change, that's different. But I think like, you you know, if somebody comes in the room and you've been doing something a certain way for years and they come in and tell you, no, like you're terrible, like you got to swap that right now, there's going to be conflict. You know, I think it's at first better to build it and try to like support what's happening, like what's going on and like building the game to be better and then once that like that reinforcement is there it's like okay is that not working is that not looking good let's let's have a change in focus here you know because that would that would be a very scary result is like you know if and when you know overwatch 2 comes out all of a sudden like there's clashes at the top and like the game is not you know what i mean like all of a sudden there's infighting and we're not getting like the best quality content but then again this is not like going to happen i don't think i think we're gonna be okay but it's obviously still a concern you know when you bring in a whole new team and a whole new company takes over there's bound to be some changes you know but i think it'll be a it's not a hostile takeover i think it's gonna be a smooth transition and they're probably it's what the employees wanted and, it butchered clearly yeah i mean i think they're gonna enjoy having to not have to do two to three people's work you know mm -hmm. i think it's gonna be fine PR of the last six months too i mean yeah. it's just yeah, sorry to interrupt. My fault. But. Oh, you're, no, you're no, fine. I was from Sean. I wonder if, like, a concern of mine I'm thinking about is what if they just focus on mobile, mobile gaming mostly? Like, I don't oh, know. Overwatch mobile is guaranteed now, by the way. Like, like yeah, exactly. I'm not a big up. mobile guaranteed. gamer. And so for me personally, it would suck really hard if, like, for example, they put up pull away resource from the main games, which I don't think they will, but it's a possibility. It, it doesn't make sense. Like, Flats talked about it earlier. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just being, like... Yeah, yeah. I'm just discussing. I'm, it's not like I believe they're going to do it. I don't think... No, no, I appreciate it. But, but because I feel like they talked a lot about, like, mobile games and how they're excited about mobile games. They had a lot about... They talked a lot about mobile, game, uh, mobile games in their article and uh, in their announcement or whatever. So I, I'm kind of worried. Maybe they're maybe uh, like Diablo Mobile is finally coming out if it doesn't come out, and like uh, maybe <laughs> like you guys uh, don't have phones? No. Uh, yeah, we don't have. Yeah. stopped. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what if they just like maybe they acquired Activision just for Candy Crush, guys? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I I, mean, I would. Be, I mean, Candy Crush is pretty Candy Crush huge. pops. Don't get me wrong, but I mean like. You have to, like, I think that's uh, mobile is definitely part of their strategy. They are a global thinking company. And I, and I think that's part of like, you know, what they understand is, is most, you know, like more people have a phone than a console, right? And yes, being able true. to, to tap every mar market is their goal, you know? And obviously the mobile games are going to be a massive part of that. Mobile games basically print money. Um, and I don't think there's anything that's stopping that yet, especially not, but but I don't think that, you know, that's something that takes away what they're currently doing. Because, again, I like you want to diversify and have more resources. Like, you want all your your ends making money, you know? Even if, only, let's say Overwatch only brought in $50 million a year. That's still $50 million a year, you know? As opposed to not having $50 million a year because you wanted to make a mobile game 
why not have the mobile game and the game? So you have the mobile game making, let's say they make 20 million a year and the, and the regular game makes 50 million a year. Now you got 70 million instead of, you know, taking that risk and, and you know, uh, going straight for the mobile. Like, I, I would think that if, if anything, they would just reinforce it and, you know, and try to, you know, maybe go to the strategy that like Fortnite used where, you know, like they 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 have a mobile platform. Is it as popular? I have no idea what those numbers look like. Um, but like, you know, they would want to be uh, adding, not taking away at that point because yeah. they want yeah. to connect everyone. Yeah. And it's it's like what Sam said. It's about ecosystem. the ecosystem, right? Like, you see, we're already on the same page. It's about do. the ecosystem because do. it doesn't make sense. Like, if you already got the IP out, then it then they then they thrive or fall simultaneously. Like, you, Overwatch Mobile won't pop if Overwatch PC game is 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 dog shit, right? Like, if nobody's playing that game, nobody's gonna play the mobile game. So now that the game's already out, they have to go with it. What are your thoughts on this one, Sam? Before we kind of change tack a little bit. In terms of Overwatch Mobile or in terms of... Yeah, um, just like Overwatch Mobile, like down, any downsides that you see potentially, but... No chance. Like, like it, it, uh, there are a few things that I said that Overwatch could do to reach the potential. A mobile game is one of them, and I secretly think that we haven't heard anything about this yet, but I there's no way that, that 5v5 was decided on without mobile gaming being in consideration and playing a part in that. I refuse to believe that because here's the th thing about it like this. No one asked for 5v5. No one. No one. And we all saw how standard Overwatch ran on the Switch. No disrespect to Nintendo, but clearly there would be some things that could be improved on there, right? And, and I, I liked playing on the Switch. I thought it was fun. I watched Johnny put it up on my, on my TV. and it's 40 bucks and Johnny's throwing damage orbs at kids. That's pretty much all you could do. I'm not going to lie. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell damage orb on Twitter. She's not going to let me live that down. Damn it. Um, but um, yeah, uh, it's, it's, there's no chance, no chance that I, that that decision did not have any input from mobile gaming. And as much as people like to shit on mobile gaming, which I think is silly considering it makes up for 70%, it made up for 70% of gaming revenue in 2020. That's an unbelievable number. Unbelievable. 70%. Crazy, right? So, you know, it's more people interested in Overwatch kind of as Flat said. Again, it's, it, this is why Microsoft is so useful. The ecosystem of all the places they could put Overwatch. Imagine, you know, the Game Pass comes out and hey, but this month of the Game Pass, if you buy it, you get this Reinhardt skin in this game called Overwatch, go check it out. And let's be real here. It, any new player that's going to play Overwatch when it's free is going to have the exact same thing happen to them that happened to us all those years ago. And I know it seems like a long time, but guys, I couldn't put the game down. There is not, even to this day, six or seven years later, without the upgraded engine they have been working on with realistic sounds, anything like that, there has not been a more immersive game that's come out. Right. And if you can apply that even to mobile, even to mobile, like it still would be revolutionary. Like, look at, look at, if, are we really going to pretend that Fortnite mobile and COD mobile have like these crazy graphics or anything like that? No, they don't. Imagine what Blizzard's going to be able to do with that with Microsoft's resources behind it because that's their cash cow for the month. The difference between Microsoft and other quote unquote practices that are predatory is that their business model is to make good shit. And it always is good. Look at Minecraft now. They make the best stuff over and over and over and over and over again. And it turns out, guys, if you didn't know this, the best way to make money is to have a good product that people want to play. 
you know, and they do it right every time. So I think, you know, I think Overwatch Mobile will be a great thing. I don't see them ever, like the amount of resources Microsoft has to push into this, especially with us being first on the release schedule. It's not, I, 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 Flats mentioned five years. I think it'll take one. It could, it could happen tomorrow. You could see Overwatch on the Game Pass tomorrow. We, we don't know. Right, so okay. I think that, I think it does fit in our timeline for Overwatch too. I do, yeah. and I think I'm I'm really excited about it. I'm you know, can I play Devil's Advocate for something? Sure. Yeah, because I don't believe it's gonna happen. But it's because a lot of people like they want to hear like bad sides, like the evil side. What if what evil if this is the darkest timeline? What if it becomes not Microsoft saving us? What what if it becomes the Microsoft incident? You know, <laughs> like the meme. You know, so imagine this situation. What if they buy up all these games? Right. And what if they buy up Activision right now? And they put it, not free-to-play, but instead they put it behind the Battle Pass paywall in general. And I can see that a lot of people are going to be upset with having to pay a monthly mm -hmm. fee to play all of their favorite games instead of paying once, for example. Or, for example, playing it for free or something like that. Do you, do you see that happening? Like, do you think that's going to happen? Like, they put, like, Diablo, World of Warcraft, Overwatch, like, Overwatch 2, like, StarCraft 2, all behind the Battle Pass. You can't download it for free or something and pay for it once. You have to pay a monthly fee. That's possible. That's I wouldn't even say it's possible, to be honest with you. I don't, don't think... think I think it's unlikely, but... I think if they own the entire industry, like, every game on the planet, <laughs> they won't maybe. To, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean... You kind of just shoot yourself in the foot at that point, because like, you know, Epic Games still exists, you know, uh, Riot still exists, you know, like there's all these other companies that have free to play games. Never mind. They're not charging you monthly. They're charging you once if you if you normally buy a, like a regular retail game or the, the big the big juggernaut games charge you nothing, you know, like you you kind of like have to tr you trade any kind of heart like their 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 love for that game for money and then it it dies you know like yeah it's it's for lack of a better term it would be the same thing as like selling out your audience as a content creator for like let's say you got in like nfts and you rug pulled your audience like your let's entire go. audience oh. you know what i mean like <laughs> i made a few yeah. thousand like bucks let's go yeah, <laughs> like, it, it, like you trade your whole career your, your entire audience everything you've built yeah, up for for one payoff that's what it would be the equivalent of that and that just be just you know like you'd be the stupidest thing you could do you know like hmm. you know like especially if you're someone that was like you know successful and you're growing you know and it's like why would you ever do that and i think that that's why it's just it's not even on the table realistically because yeah you could put some stuff behind that paywall you know and i and i think the pve is gonna be the yeah. thing that probably goes behind that paywall yeah. um but the amount of upsides from having it one either be free to play or you know just a one-time purchase it is insanely high. And, and, you know, we, we even talked about Overwatch League earlier, and I bet that Overwatch League is something that they're going to want to enhance, you know, and, you know, for lack of a better terms, a lot of these big old, you know, been around for forever companies probably absolutely love the idea of Overwatch League, which if you don't remember, Overwatch League's original idea was to be a home and away franchise city-based esport where they traveled, where every city had its own team and a lot of like a lot of that is traditional sports and i bet that that's something that you know they could even want to 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 revamp and bring back um to a level where you know they're they're trying to, to access as many people as possible technically technically if esports was as popular as say football in the u.s you could technically do something like that 
But the problem is, is esports is so small. I think that with Microsoft looking more globally, you have all of a sudden, even an Overwatch mobile. I'll say this. The chances of a person who plays Overwatch mobile, just a regular normie, then watching Overwatch League is a million times greater than a regular normie who has never played the Overwatch mobile. Why? Because they at least had the experience and they have a reason to like, they have that connection. There is at least that connection at some point. The door has opened. The door has been shown to them. Uh, The other person doesn't even know the door exists. Can I give you a stat? That's a long term. Go ahead. You ready for a crazy stat? And this is how you know you're completely right in terms of actual business. When I worked at Mindplex, uh, we were kind of having that same thing where people had already bought the Minecraft as a game in order to connect to our server. And we, and we averaged maybe five to ten monthly active users, five to ten million monthly active users a month, I think, at the time. Um, I, I want you to guess in terms of our revenue percent. I well, actually I can't say the exact numbers, but we found, and this is true for all of business, that you sold to way more customers just by getting them in the store and making one purchase than if they never came in at all. Like a overwhelming number of the sales that were actually made and we'll gauge that as consumer interest because you're not going to buy a product if you're not interested in it, correct? Yep. Were way higher just from getting people in the door. This is a truth of business and you hit the nail right on the head with that yet again where just getting people in the door, they are more, you will get a way higher percentage of people interested in the product. And this is statistically true. It's not arguable. There's no devil's advocate for this one. It's just facts about business. So if anyone tries to refute that point, and, the writing's on the wall, folks. The writing's on the wall. You could, couldn't it's say like, it better. It's just across all businesses. Well, just this ecosystem, multiverse, whatever you want to call it, whether it's movies and Marvel having, you know, 10 20 movies that all kind of link to each other so you're encouraged to softly watch one to the other or if we go to gaming and we look at you know even blizzard have done this on smaller scales right where there's a starcraft 2 reinhardt skin and uh, you know if you play if you buy world of warcraft right now you'll get a, a skin in something else you play overwatch you get a skin you get a mount in world of warcraft or you can go i think the person probably doing it best right now in gaming is riot where you have like oh well arcane is on netflix and you can get an arcane skin in your Valorant game, right? It has nothing to do with League of Legends, but we're going to promote it on our game when you when you come into the launcher. You can get yourself a nice custom skin, and then when you're in Valorant, you can get a skin for League of Legends. Like, that foot in the door, everything feeds into each other, is just the way now. Like, that is just the way the business models work. So it just makes sense that that's the way it's going to go with Overwatch. And being part of a bigger ecosystem is most likely better for for blizzard and overwatch right like of course there's possibilities could go bad and there's maybe the doomsayers who will say i told you so five years from now but if we just now (laughs) well that's true but also we just you know obviously bad things could happen but if we look at the reasonable most likely outcome i think the halo infinite model is the most like if microsoft at any say the halo infinite model looks like the most likely thing you pay the the pvp pvp is free campaign is paid play but if you get uh game pass it's free and on that note, unless you guys have anything else to add, I want to ask now, where do you see the possibilities going? Like speaking of this ecosystem, the, you know, the, what could happen, what tie-ups could happen, where can we go with Overwatch in particular? Like, what do you expect to happen? Bogar, you haven't spoken in a while. I'll let you, I'll let you get in there. So the question is, what do I expect to happen? 
Wait, where could we go? Could... Like, where could we go with this? Where could Orodge go with this? Where could Orodge go? You said you said you this? said Master Chief Soldier Skin is is a semi joke, but I that's think... like one example, right? I think there's a lot of possibilities for a lot of things to happen. I feel like, first in terms of like the game itself, uh, I think it's going to evolve in a way that Flats described it. I think the game, I think Microsoft will make it free to play. Uh, with at least with the Overwatch 2 release, I think Overwatch multiplayer will be free to play. It makes sense, and then the campaign part will be paid, or you include it in the Game Pass. I think it makes the most amount of sense for that. I think. I personally like to believe, and it's a lot of hopium or copium, whatever you want to call it, but I like to believe that they they really want to put in the resources for, like, not only Overwatch. I I loved all of the Blizzard games. I was a fan of StarCraft. I was a fan of Diablo. I was a fan of Warcraft. Not World, World of Warcraft. I'm not an MMO fan. I was a fan of Hearthstone as well. So I do really hope that... Like, as we've mentioned before, and it makes the most amount of sense that they really do put in the time and the effort to really push these games forward. I feel like we can have a lot of creative things. Uh, I think we can have, um, again, like hearts, like um, Overwatch skins that are based on other games. Like, they, they had this uh, Overwatch skin event. Uh, they released a bunch of skins back in the day for other uh, that were based on other Blizzard titles, right? So it's not such a far-fetched idea uh, to imagine that you get skins for like dragonborn skin for reinhardt for example or master chief for soldier or like i don't know like um more hunter skin yes exactly like a lot of a lot of things you can do and for example so if i buy the new fallout game or if i buy elder scrolls 6 right i get these free skins for overwatch for example that's a cool idea like if i watch free to play People that bought the new Elder Scrolls, they're gonna be like, "Yo, I got skins for this game. Let me try it out." That, that sounds really cool. That sounds really great. That sounds amazing. Uh, I, I, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I, I'm wondering about esports. I'm wondering about the esport aspect. I feel like I don't. A lot of people are saying that Microsoft just let the esports product die, but I think that esports has a future in gaming. I think esports is really young. And Microsoft realizes that, and I think if there's someone who has the resources and time and and the skills to push esports even further, because if you look at Valorant, like Riot in general, their esports scene is crazy good. Even Dota has a crazy good esports scene, and it's so exciting to watch these games. And Overwatch League has the potential, and Microsoft. I don't think they're just going to abandon it. I don't think they will just leave it behind. People are scared they're going to leave it behind. I don't think so. I think really Microsoft sees the potential in esports. It's such a young thing. And people are already making so much money from esports. Like compared to football, which is... I don't know how old football is even. Like 100 years plus. You know, probably more, dude. Like I'm American talking about... Or American or European? I was talking about soccer first. So I don't Look, know us Europeans, when we say football... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I was thinking... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But these sports are so old. So of course they're so popular. But now with our generations, right? Like my generation... Almost everyone has played video games. Almost everyone has watched League or knows about Dota or like played these games. Or I, I've even had like grouping up with people to watch like League esports or something. Like it's fun. And as we grow older, 
and we have less time to ground league and we see these teams and these new things like these new esports these new tournaments i feel like we're gonna replace all of these old sports with esports more and more and the next generation generation is gonna start watching more esports because their parents are watching esports you know that's how it starts usually that's how we started off watching soccer and other sports because my like parents are watching it like i we would watch the world championship uh, the european championship for soccer and I feel like a lot of more kids in the next generations are gonna get more and more into esports, and I think esports is really gonna explode in the next like ten or twenty years. So I think Microsoft would really want to invest in that and make a lot of money from it because they can be the like they can be on top of the game. It's so it's gonna be so easy for Microsoft to promote it as well. They own ninety percent of our like PCs. So the people watching here, most of you are on Windows, right? Like. Uh, and like there's iOS and Linux, of course. I work with Linux because I'm like I, I study cybersecurity, so I, I don't wanna sound like oh Windows is the most popular OS ever, but the Windows is the mo one of the most popular OS when uh, operating systems for the average consumer, right? So it's gonna be so easy for Microsoft to promote esports, they can promote it on the Game Pass. They cannot, you know, remember that Overwatch League thing where you could uh, subscribe to it and watch every player's POV or something like that. I don't remember mm. what it was exactly. They can include it to the Game Pass. They can promote it on the Game Pass. They can promote it uh, on even like there's a news tab on the bottom right on a lot of the window on uh, Windows machines. There's a news tab. If you click on it, maybe there pops up. Oh, Watch League is live. Watch it now. You know, there's so much potential and there's going to be so much new people coming in because if they include it with the game pass uh if they make mobile games based around overwatch there's going to be so many more new players coming in and it's not only for overwatch i'm excited about all blizzard games i want to see them thrive because i loved blizzard games i've watched hours and hours and i've read hours and hours about warcraft lore i've played hundreds of hours of hearthstone i grew up playing diablo 2 and i grew up playing starcraft in my like like in my after school i would play starcraft and i was so happy and it made me so excited and i want to have that feeling again because it, it feels so barren looking at all these games it's like i don't know how to explain it to you it's like having a bunch of cool friends like when you were children you have these really cool friends that were really excited and they're happy and they used to have a really happy life and it, like just they were excited about life and so much potential and straight aid students and then they found heroin and they got addicted to it and now it all <laughs> shit and you're looking at them and you're just hoping for things to go better but they never do and then somebody comes along and they're like they finally give them the hope the hope and help they need and maybe maybe they will no longer be addicted to this heroin and maybe they will finally finally clear their name and go to the right way and finally realize their potential and future and that's why i'm hoping i'm hoping because a lot of people are saying microsoft like it's really bad they bought blizzard they bought activision and i the only thing i can think is how much worse can it get? It can't get worse. There's no physical. <laughs> it can't. It's, well, it's, 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 it's certainly true. true. It's certainly true I, for Activision Blizzard right now. Like it's it's as low yeah. as it's gotten for them. But I wanna I wanna ask you, Sam, and Flats as well. You can chime in. But like you know, we're speaking Overwatch League. We're speaking you know skin uh, tie-ups. But I think even bigger scale than that. I know Sam, you're a huge fan of the animated shorts, and that's what got you in Overwatch. Netflix shows. You know, that's like more animated shorts again. Like comic like beyond just the comics cartoon series whatever 
that world is untapped still in Overwatch, right? Uh, absolutely. I mean, I, I think that Overwatch has the most potential out of any game IP out there to get it to do what Microsoft does and have a hand in everything. I've said this. We should have a BR. We should have a show. We should have a mobile game. We should have PVE. Like, and if you look at what Microsoft did with Minecraft, and they've done a ton of different things over the years that have all been, it is the most successful game of all time. And a lot of that is because, Johnny, don't you say Fortnite, you little rat. Um, <laughs> it's just freaking idiot over there. It has a no, it's, it's sold, it's sold the most. Successful. Sold the most yeah. copies in ever. Yeah, it's it's sold the most copies and has been dominant in this industry longer than any other title. And it's been almost ten years since Microsoft bought it. And everyone back then, literally, I remember being on Mindplex the day that that acquisition happened. It was, I believe, the fall of my senior year. It was the fall of my senior year. Oh, Minecraft's dead. It's over. It's over. Minecraft's going to die. They're going to ruin it. They're going to take over. Literally, the picture perfect. Same exact arguments that we hear today. And for eight years, they put love, care into the game and the ecosystem as they do with every single one of their products. And the game is went from, you know, having a couple down years right after to right back to the moon and even now like I, we have a realm going with my guy for, with my roommates and and and, and all, my, all my, my boys and we go on there and we have wild wednesdays and we all just grab a beer and sit down and play minecraft all night <laughs> that's all we do and look it's 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 gonna be overwhelmingly positive i i can't say this enough and the, like i really do expect microsoft to really flesh out overwatch as an ip in ways that the reality is there's only so much Activision Blizzard can do. There's only so much EA can do. There's only so much Riot can do because they're not tech giants. Microsoft is a tech giant. Yes, that is they true. They can do so much more than anything that was possible beforehand. And I think that's really important given their track record, which is flawless in all of, in all of game design and ecosystem stuff. The only L they took was Mixer, and that's because they tried to get into the, to the social media scene 10 15 years too late like there's there was they realized like dang we can't win this but uh wait a minute who was it that knocked ibm out of business because ibm told them that soft <laughs> no one cared about software everyone cared about hardware in the all-time worst business decision of all time worse than blackberry <laughs> right these guys dominate 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 and that's all they're going to continue to do with every single activision blizzard ip flats what was the question again at this point? <laughs> well, yeah, 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 sorry, I well, we're just talking about potential. You know, we're talking about like where oh, it could go. I, mean, I, you I know. said at the beginning, it's limitless. Like, listen, real talk. We had a podcast, what, like a month ago? A month and a half ago or so? We would not have even dared bring up Netflix original. <laughs> we talked about bringing back the animated shorts. That was the stretch goal. That's how big of a, of a change it is. Is It's no longer that that's the stretch goal. It's actually much further than that. You know? And the ceiling, all the pressure that was building up, you know? All the pressure that was building up, the ceiling just got blown off. You know? So, like... We're along for the ride at this point. Like that, this only can go up at this point. So, like, let's see how high it can go. Last one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Bulger, anything to add with your little toy there that you're showing off for us? Oh, it's a handsome, handsome main tanks in here today. What's going on, man? I, don't know what that means. <laughs> I mean, main tanks are getting pretty long. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm just saying, I want a Reinhardt Dragonborn skin, and every time you hammer yeah. down, you just, yes, <laughs> it's so cool. You can do so much. Imagine that in PVE. Oh my god, like Ryan yeah. gets a shout ability, and he just literally like they do a crossplay, and like you know how different characters have different old voice lines. So yeah. Ryan's just foos. I know my buddy, my buddy Blake, who's like a, a Ryan player, would love that. Love that'd be so much fun. I can't even. Is, I don't it, even want to. Is he cool? Because it's like a part of gaming culture. They own gaming culture. Like, um, how do I say it? Um, gaming culture used to revolve, like, back in the day, when I was really small, like, it was Quake, it was, like, CS, it was, like, Blizzard. Blizzard was our childhood, right? And Bethesda as well, later on, with Fallout and with Skyrim and stuff. And Bethesda also owns, like, these old-school shooters, and they own also own, like, Wolfenstein. We can, like... You can really play on the heartstrings of all the old school gamers, you know? You can, like, like if I was sitting there, an old school gamer, 30 years plus, who grinded Quake back in the day, and I hear that they added a fucking Quake skin in Overwatch, you bet your ass I'm gonna play Overwatch if it's free to play. You bet your ass if, it, if they add fucking BJ Blazkowicz into fucking Overwatch as a hero, you're better ass I'm downloading that game and I'm gonna <laughs> fucking play it. If they do what Sam said with fucking Skyrim, I'm gonna play the shit out of Ryan. I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna shudder all the I'm gonna sit in training rage and shudder non-stop because it's gonna play on my heartstrings. Because I'm gonna be so hard. I'm gonna relive my childhood when I used to be small and I watched that little trailer of Skyrim for the first time getting Dude. announced. It was so hype, and I'm gonna hear it, and I'm gonna have tears streaming down my face every time I hear Fusroda, and there's so much potential. Like, I, as I said it before, they can make a Smash, uh, like, like the Smash game from Switch, they can make a competitor to that with all of these characters from Blizzard, Bethesda, uh, Activision, like, like, so many games they own, and so many characters they own. They can make a Smash alternative and, like, try to fight Nintendo Switch. You can make a Smash alternative on PC, and that shit is gonna sell, like, fucking bread in the morning. Because <laughs> we don't. Because I don't own a switch. I'm not gonna buy a switch. It's expensive. It's my fucking monthly salary. I'm not gonna buy that. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna pay for a Game Pass and play the Smash version for PC. It sounds cool. It's gonna have all my favorite characters. It's gonna have the Dovakin. It's gonna have uh, Fallout characters. It's gonna have uh, Master Chief in it. It's gonna have. Uh, there is gonna have Troll from uh, Warcraft. It's gonna have uh, Sylvanas. It's gonna have. Uh, ghost from Starcraft is gonna have uh, oh, yeah, can. Yes, there's so much stuff you can do. So of course I'm excited. I'm excited. I think it's exciting. I think we should all be excited. And a lot of people criticize us. I'm watching the chats of everyone because I'm not streaming. A lot of people criticize us for basically uh, being only positive for Microsoft. But for the people that know me, I'm not a always positive person. I'm pretty realistic with things I say, and I don't see anything bad in it. I genuinely don't see anything bad in Microsoft acquiring Activision because I'll say it, and I've said it multiple times. I don't like Activision, and I, I like Activision because kind of ruined Blizzard for me for the last ten years, right? And I'm really excited because it's a change. It's something different. There's so much things that can happen, and I don't see anything bad. And every single uh, criticism that I've brought to the podcast and we talked about and 
it has been dealt with. We've talked about we've talked about it being PlayStation inclusive, exclusive. We've talked about like the Game Pass. We've talked about this and that. I don't well, believe Microsoft is gonna screw it over. I I really don't. You know, like Microsoft is a tech giant. It's it. Well, look at the state of where things are right now, right? Like we're under multiple lawsuits. Everybody fucking hates Activision Blizzard. No one wants to work with Activision Blizzard. Really, of course, Legos. of course, yeah, exactly. Of course, Microsoft could be horrific. No, I don't think anyone here is a, is shilling for Microsoft because they're on the fucking payroll. Like, we don't really have any invest, you know, other vested interests in Microsoft. And of course, they could be evil corporate overlords who do some terrible shit. But in terms of realistic outcomes, if let's say the worst realistic outcome is they botch some shit, how would we be worse than where we are right now? How can you not look at where we are right now and say we didn't botch everything? So if they make a couple fuck-ups, at least they have massive fucking resources to try and turn it around. Whereas right now, we're on the fucking cliff edge, bro. Like, we make one more... Like, we're watching the current state. We make one more mistake. Like, yes. we already fell down off the cliff yeah. edge. We're on the yeah. branch no, now. We we're are on the branch on now, the last branch. We are like you so see the down. Slipping. Yeah. Okay, I want to point out how down we are. Whenever somebody asks me what game I stream, because they know I stream some random person hurt, and I say Overwatch, the response is always... Isn't that game dead? Yeah. It's always that Legit. response. Because for the general consumer, they don't care about Overwatch. The game is so far gone for them, and they don't hear anything about it. They ask me, what about Overwatch 2? When is that coming out? Yeah, I don't know, yeah, same I don't know man. I don't know. So there's no reason for them to even go back to the game. When is the last character you've... Like, a last big update two years ago? Okay. Well, guess I'm not playing Overwatch today. Oh my god, it really has been almost two years? Yes. We're three months away from it being two years. Yeah. You guys are a level above because when I mention Overwatch, people are like, "Who Mingalo?" They're just like, they just don't even know what Overwatch is anymore. They're just like, "What's that game?" Yeah, I'm sure. Ask me what game I stream. I say I stream. I'm this dying game called Overwatch. That's my. That's my. <laughs> that's my intro. Yeah. Defense mechanism. Right. Get it before they call it yep. dead. We, we, exactly. We so I'm self-aware. Yeah. I mean, yeah. At least. At least. At least we're self-aware. Right. Yeah. Uh, wow. We're gonna tell I, us again. I, I can't believe that. I just I just looked at the calendar and it just registered in my head. It's it, we're three months away from it being two years. Wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> before we all depress ourselves off the branch that we're currently clinging on to, we have been you know largely optimistic, and I want to keep it at least towards the end. And I think we kind of we kind of exhausted all the major issues. There's a lot we don't know. A lot we're gonna find out about in the coming days, weeks, months. But what is, and then, you know, you, you guys know I always like to sign off with something like this. What is the one big wish that you're like, this is what I really want from this Microsoft merger. And this is what I really want to get. So give me your top wish list. I'll start with flats. I'm only allowed to give one? Okay, you can give a couple. Minimum one, you know, no maximum. The free-to-play Game Pass bundle. Where the PvE is getting game pass pvp is free to play hiring many 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 more people get those teams the help that they deserve they already work super duper hard you know make it so that we don't ever have to be back in a state where we go two years without getting a new hero it was kind of always unacceptable that the, the live service game was abandoned for Overwatch 2. That should have never happened. But that happened because they didn't have the manpower. 
I think that if we we go forward with a good business strategy to like, you know, have more people interested in play the game, as well as make sure the people that actually make our game are able to live well and enjoy what they're doing and make us good content, we'll all win. Amen. Bulger? I think I want a Cortana skin for Echo. <laughs> That's from Halo. Humble I man. Bulger's a humble and, man. And I do believe I want them to really put effort into esports. I, I, I have a lot of friends in esports, right? And I want them all to be happy. And I, I think Overwatch esports could be great. You know, they've started something. It is kind of rough on the edges. But I didn't want it to succeed because... How do I say it? Like, I've put a lot of time in uh, Tier 2, for example, and I have some friends in Overwatch League, and seeing it succeed to the same level as Riot Games have would truly make me warm inside. It will make my heart so full of love if it happens. Because I think, I think maybe Activision didn't deserve it, but I think the people inside Overwatch League that work there, like some of the casters, the players, the coaches, the people that put in insane hours, to do this amazing thing for us and entertain us in these ways. They're managers and yada, yada, yada. They deserve for Overwatch League to have success, you know? And I want to see what Microsoft can do with that. And I would like to see our old beloved games finally see a return. Not just random um, new expansions here and there. Not some random new cards for Hearthstone or like uh, some little things added here and there for like 20 bucks a pop. looks ridiculous. But I want to see Diablo 4. I want to see StarCraft 3. I want to see Warcraft 4. I want to see... I want to see these games brought back to me. I want to relive my childhood once more and be happy inside at least once in my life. It will be great. It will be amazing. This is what I want. I want to feel the childhood joy I once felt. Amen. Tugging on our heartstrings there, Bulger. Thank if, you. If I get a StarCraft, yeah, I'm going to cry. If I, I'm going to cry with, that, with joy. <laughs> Sam. Sam. I'm going to one-up that, Bulger. Yeah. Ooh. I don't Two want Cortana skins. Back. I don't want my childhood back. Yeah. I want them to lay the foundation to make it even better. Yes. I want Oof. them to to take their business model that they took to Minecraft, which made it the most successful game of all time without comparison. Minecraft, the most successful game of all time, not <laughs> I'm really driving that one home, Sam. <laughs> uh, yeah, <don't>, uh, <laughs> this is this is this is how my household works. Um and if you disagree, you're wrong. This is a Minecraft stand house, goddammit. Uh, um, but I want them to take the business models that they took to Minecraft, which and, and embodied from Minecraft, and apply that to Overwatch. Because I, I, I want to see the workshop be monetizable for the creators of the modes. In the sense, they could sell skins, they could sell maps, they could do whatever. That obviously cosmetic things only, not gameplay stuff that would affect gameplay. But I want them to. I want to see them blow the lid off Blizzard's desire to micromanage everything. And not empower their community even more. So you guys want to know how serious I'm about this? I'm asking for this over deleting Brig from the game. <gasps> so that's 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 how important it is. Because if you want to wait, you got to catch twenty two. You you know that deleting Brig from the game would be a part of that anyways. 
Okay, okay. Actually, you're probably right. Did you say? <laughs> Got him. Got him. But regardless of that, that's not where I was going with it. But regardless, you know, I the business model and approach that I I was lucky to see firsthand from Microsoft about how they approached Minecraft, which was brilliant. If they do the same thing with every single one of Activision Blizzard's titles, it, this is we're looking at the dynasty of all dynasties and it's not in a monopoly sense in the sense that they are just going to make that many good products over and over and over and over and over again and we just get to enjoy the ride right and and, and if that happens you'll get to see the overwatch league people that we've known for a long time the people that we grind in tier two succeed we'll see our caster friends succeed we'll see our youtube friends succeed like the whole the the, the ship rises with the tide and i want to see them stop building the dam and just let the water overflow and, and enable the talented people in your community to take this game and this ip to the heights it deserves to be at alongside you and that's what made them so great in minecraft and that's what made it work is they didn't do it for themselves they did it for the community because they know that's how you build a great product and that's i don't think anyone's ever has, are there any examples of microsoft doing that ever and not building a community in a healthy way not putting in the effort not i i've never seen I asked that one. question today and nobody could give me an answer well, somebody said banjo kazooie and i was like okay i'll give you that one because i don't really know but like, even mm -hmm. though it's not, I wouldn't even major say, it. I don't know if it's dead. No, like major, major, like, like it's it's not going to happen. So if they, if they do that, and I think they will, given their track record, you know, we're, we're looking at one end and it's, I'm not going to make a big joke. We're, we're, we're just going to go. <laughs> but you know, it's that, that is what Overwatch needs to, to dominate this industry and i think that i think we should get a br i think we i've talked about this i think we should do all of those things and i think if microsoft just knocks the lid off the same way that they did with minecraft and every other game just by they don't even have to do anything they just have to apply that business model to this game boom boom it's over that we're talking years and years and years of dominance and excellence and that's what the creators of overwatch who are no longer at blizzard deserve that's what the people anyone who ever had this ip means something in their heart deserves that and i think they all while we all are probably pretty bitter now i i, I think that as time goes on <laughs> I, I i can't believe they did this to me twice they, they first they did it with minecraft now they're doing this with overwatch man. They just, <laughs> this time i'm I, i'm staying on this shit and 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 i i'm pretty damn harsh at blizzard I'm very real about stuff, and I, I, this this is a ship that you want to be on. Period. End of story. No doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. Let's be the one that everyone's jealous of and wants to be a part of. Oh, I, what oh, a feeling that and, would and be! And I can't wait because we never mm -hmm. jumped, so I mm -hmm. I'm ready. Our redemption ready. story. <laughs> it starts today. Today, like we we all kind of joked about how the the creator call that was last month was the day that Overwatch was saved. This, this is beyond our imagination. It's unbelievable. I'm, I'm it is It is just far above beyond the scope of what, of what we could have thought, I think. And I think I just want to, you know, concur with Sam and add my own take, which is just, I, I just look forward to a change of emphasis. Because I think, I was just thinking about this while you were talking, Sam, that I think a lot of younger gamers maybe don't even appreciate what it was like in like the 2000s and what Blizzard <laughs> was like, right? Like, Blizzard was it. I was talking to Blizzard someone earlier. I was it. talking I was talking to Violet actually earlier today. Violet's in chat right now. And I was talking to Violet and I grew up loving every Blizzard IP, right? Like 
Warcraft 3, StarCraft, Boger's not... I know Boger knows this because Boger was the same, right? I Warcraft, grew up on Warcraft 3 custom games. Do you understand how Dota much Dota 3.7, Dota All-Stars. So that was much my games. shit. That was my life. Run, kitty, run, tower defense. I played all that shit. I played all that shit all day long. That was it, right? And you knew back then, if you were a kid playing video games in the 2000s, you knew Blizzard was it. There was never going to be a Blizzard release that wasn't top tier, that wasn't polished, that wasn't the game to play. And we've kind of almost forgotten that because we're so far down this line. We're so kind of beaten and, and bruised and ragged that we've kind of accepted this reality where we're the bottom of the pack, where we're the, we're the, the shit left in the dumpster, where the leftovers of the stray cats are feeding off of. But there's a chance. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for anyone who's eating. There's a, you know, we've, we've accepted that reality. And I think what's come with that is what we've seen over the last, you know, year or whatever as well is the horrific workplace culture. We haven't really even gone into deep into it because we're all so personally sick of it. I know we're all just like, God fucking sake. If you're an employee but of Blizzard, it, you're thrilled today. Exactly. Right. It's, it's been thrilled. a cesspool recently. No, not yeah. to be too harsh. Again, it's not the fault of the individual developers. It's fucking the higher ups. We've seen it. Yeah. We've seen it and what the atmosphere has become. And we've accepted our places like, you know, coasting along and doing the bare minimum and doing just mistreating everyone involved. Yeah. I look forward to like an actual chance to shake this up because we couldn't even fathom this. We thought when we spoke to the devs, we thought the devs really seem to have got it. I think they, they're really changing their emphasis. I think they really got it. This is even a, a step above. This is like, they're going to take over the whole fucking building and get rid of the shit that we didn't even think the devs could get rid of because they didn't have the power. Now they have the fucking power to get rid of the, of the bullshit and get rid of the problem and a new start. And that's what I look forward to, to, to being back there where, like Flat said, we're the one people jealous of. I don't even care personally. I just want, a, I want to live in a world again where Blizzard is the company, where Blizzard makes the games, where we're like, yeah, new Blizzard release is going to be on point. Not... Please, God, I hope Overwatch 2 doesn't flop. And that's my POV. Guys, anything else to add? I know. Godspeed. Godspeed. Hope changes come sooner than later. And, and by the way, just to set the record completely straight. Look, you're, everyone is going to look back at this day. It might take one year. It might take two. It might take three. I doubt it. My guess is my ballpark would probably be on Overwatch 2's release. It's going to be an immediate 180. Um, so by this point last, by this point next year, I think, um, You're good. get ready. So get ready. Watch. I think, I think like, as Sam said, I think the next big title is Overwatch 2 for Blizzard. And so it is for Microsoft now. And I think Microsoft would not abandon that. And they would put a lot of focus and resources into making Overwatch 2 release as good as it can be. And I know it's a lot of hoping and coping, but it just makes sense financially. Because I don't see them investing 70 billion or whatever they invested, buying the company, and then just scra scraping off Overwatch 2 and then forgetting about it. Especially when half of the job has already been done. Like, it's not like they have to start making it from scratch, you know? They need to finish it. They need to make it perfect. They need to fix the bugs, maybe add a good anti-cheat system. They need to promote it good. And they, like, they can promote it so well. And... I think they have their sights on Overwatch 2 and then Diablo 4 and they can do so much good with it. I, I, I am hopeful. I rarely am hopeful about these things, but about this, I'm hopeful. Because just from a business standpoint, it just makes sense. It doesn't make sense for them to fuck it up. It just makes sense. $7 million check. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's a great 
sort of concluding thought from Boger. Sammy, Sammy, do anything else to add? Concluding thought, hopeful? Through the moon, hopeful, that sense. There's nothing else to say. Just watch. Just watch. Don't believe me, Joe, watch. To, to parody the great Trinidad James. Uh, Flats, anything for you? Any concluding thoughts? It's coming. It's coming. Yep. And on that note, guys, I'm going to sign us off. We hit the raid button. Go fist. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> Flats kicks your ass up here. Get Come flat. on. Let's go. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> Don't you right, hesitate guys. with that. Come on. Now. Let's watch this space. Let's see what happens. Oh. We're, we're hopeful. Of course, mega corporations are mega corporations. We're not. Nobody on my underside understood that. By I like accept that. my overlords. <laughs> <laughs> we accept I your overlords. I let's to see. Microsoft. <laughs> you kind of sound like a guy from Tamriel. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, I am. Yes. I will be. Hey, you should apply. I should, yes. Applying <laughs> for a job as Apply. a speaker in Tamriel. Copium, yeah. hopium, stonks. <sighs> Let's go, guys. Let's hope that this is the start of something great for watch. And on that note, peace out, guys. Have a good rest of your day till we see you next. And Sounds good. Let's go, our Microsoft peace overlords. Out. Peace. Yep. Peace. Bye-bye.